Hello, my brothers and sisters. Thank you for joining us once again for During Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Kitts. Well, let's get into it with a prayer, and then we'll get into the message. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. And we thank you, Lord, for giving us this guidance and the ability and the platform to be able to talk to people and to share your word with them. And maybe it will bless somebody today. If it does, Lord, bless them hearty. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Give us this word. Give us the Holy Spirit to help us guide us and to teach us and to help us get this message out to the ones that need it. In your blessed holy name we beg. Amen. Today we're going to talk a little bit about the Tower of Babel. It was during this time that all mankind had gathered in the Persian Gulf region at the place called Babel. And here they had followed a leader called Nimrod and they were building a tower that could reach the heavens. It was here that they rebelled against God and the Lord miraculously scattered them about and changing their languages and confusing their tongues, creating races in order to fortify the distribution of them all over the face of the world. And we see this in Genesis chapter 11 verses 1 through 9. There's a lot in those little nine verses that is real powerful and it shows the power of God. So up until this point in the Bible, the whole world had one language, one common speech for all people, and they all looked the same. The people on the earth became skilled in construction and decided to build a city with a tower that could reach to the heavens. By building the tower, they wanted to make a name for themselves and also prevent their city from being scattered. God came to see their city and tower that they were building. He perceived their intentions And in his infinite wisdom, he knew this stairway to heaven could only lead people away from God. He noted how powerful of a force it was within them to be unity in one purpose. As a result, God confused their language, causing them to speak different languages so they could not understand each other. By doing this, God thwarted their plans. He also scattered the people of the city all over the face of the earth. And we see some points of interest from this story. When God speaks in this story, he uses the phrase, let us go, referring to the Trinity. God the Father, God the Word, God the Holy Ghost. Some scholars believe that this marked a point in history where God divided the earth into separate continents. God says in Genesis 11 and 6, if as one people speak in the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. God realizes that when people are unified with a purpose, they can accomplish impossible feats. This is why the unity of the body of Christ is so important. To build the people use brick instead of stone and tar instead of mortar. They use some man-made material instead of the durable God-made materials. People were building a monument to themselves to call attention to their own abilities and achievements instead of giving the glory to God. I had a friend who believed that during this cursing and the changing of the different languages that the people did get different appearances. Some were white, some were black, brown, yellow, and all the different colors we have in the world. Because of the different looks and languages, the people struck off together and moved to different places throughout the world. Let's look at where they moved to. We have three sons of Noah that are the head of these groups of people, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. These were the sons of Noah that represents the three great races of all mankind. Shem 
represents Asia. As Noah's oldest son and part of Noah's family of the eight who survived the Great Flood, Shem and his wife were childless before the flood, but after the flood, Shem bore a son at the age of 110 years old. He was the father of five sons who became the father of the five somatic nations. Shem was actually the father of the nations of the ancient Near East, including the Israelites in the Jewish regions. Therefore, Judaism, Islam, and Christianity sprang from the lines of Shem. The five Semitic nations are Islam, or the Persians that settled northeast of the Persian Gulf, Ashur, the Assyrians, the biblical name of the Assyrians that settled between the Euphrates and the Tigris River, Aphraxas, or the Babylonians that settled in the Chaldeans, Lud, or the Ludians, settled in Asia Minor, but some of them sailed across the Mediterranean and settled in North Africa. Aram, or the Assyrians, the biblical name of Syria, located north and east of Israel. The other brother, Ham, represents Africa, was Noah's second oldest son and part of the family of eight who survived the flood. Ham and his wife bore four sons who became the fathers of the four nations of Africa. Ham's four sons, Canaan was prophetically cursed because he gazed at the father's nakedness while he was drunk. This curse could mean later that Canaan would lose his land to the Hebrews and would be subverted to the descendants of Shem, or they had to serve the descendants of Shem. The Hamanites were known for their physical endurance. The four Hamatic nations were Cush, were the Ethiopians that settled in Ethiopia, South Egypt. Also early in their history, some of them migrated to the north of the Persian Gulf. Mizraim, or the Egyptians, the biblical name for Egypt, settled in the northeastern of Africa. Put, or the Libyans, sometimes translated Libya, settled in North Africa. And Canaan, or the Canaanites, settled above Africa east of the Mediterranean and was later given to the Hebrews. Japheth, he was in charge of Europe. Japheth means God will enlarge and he was the third oldest of the part of the family of eight that survived the great flood of Noah. Japheth and Shem were both greatly blessed for respecting their father Noah and covering him. Noah blessed Japheth as far reaching as his descendants being the Europeans or the Caucasians nations that were mentioned in Genesis 10. The Japhonites were known for their intellectual activity. The seven Japhethic nations were Gomer, or Simeons, settled in the north of the Black Sea. Afterwards, their descendants probably occupied Germany, France, Spain, and the British Isles. Magot, or the Caesareans, north of the Caspian Sea, Madai, or the Medes, south of the Caspian Sea, Javan, or the Ions, or Greeks. Javan is a Hebrew name for Greek and settled in Greece. Tubal, or the Turks, lived south of the Black Sea. Meshech, or Slavics, lived between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea. Tyrus, or Estrakans, located in the Black Sea. Today, we're able to learn different languages and we can travel to different countries and different places. Most people don't even care what skin color you are as long as you treat people how you want to be treated. We know that evil is in every race 
and good is in every race. We believe that Jesus came and died for everyone. So if he loves them that much, then we should too. So God bless y'all. And this is a little explanation of what happened at the Tower of Babel. I know there's greater detail we can go in at a different time. But for now, we're going to close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your understanding of this word. We love you and we thank you, Lord, and we lift you up in your holy and blessed name. 